Hello, and welcome to Underground Chicago Talk. I'm your host, Rudolph, podcasting from the heartbeat of the city, the Lincoln Park community, where crime is not tolerated because we call the police. Yes, we call the police. Now, that's a plaque that many of my neighbors have in their windows. And it got me to thinking back uh, about how many communities in Chicago that live in fear of having that sign in their window. They can't do it because the gangbangers and all of these, uh, the community hasn't come together to demand that type of demonstration. We call the police a simple plan. It shows unity because the bad guy who's up to something, he doesn't know how many eyes are upon him when he sees all of these plaques and things throughout the neighborhood if he keeps seeing them that says we call the police. And especially if it's at night, if you hear something going on outside, don't go turning on the lights. Just tiptoe to the window or the door and peep out. Yes, peep out and have your phone ready so you can record whatever is going on. Now, that sounds uh, rather creepy, but that's the way you have to do it. Because if you go to the window and open, turn on the light, now they know where you are. And I'm saying this because here we are living in fear. Right here in America, what's going on? You know, just the other day, just the other day, right at North Avenue and Halstead, a bus exchange spot where I have ride many times when I get off the train to come home. I, that's where I catch the bus at. Some guys hops out of a vehicle and they're robbing the, the passengers waiting on the bus. Come on. Waiting on the bus. How many times have we heard about platform robberies and uh, <laughs> come on now people. What's going on the Pope Marvin Day? Politicians are committing crimes, the police, and the citizens. What's going on? Ask yourself that. Something's wrong here in America. It's getting bad here in Chicago, people. Getting bad across the country. Bus stop robbery, broad open daylight. Uh, now, you know, and I can assure you, Nine out of ten times, the people who've been here lately have been committing crimes in Chicago don't live in Chicago. They're outside of Chicago. They live in these suburbs outside of Chicago, and they come into Chicago and commit these crimes and then go back home to these peaceful so-called communities. But they come in here and commit the robberies and the thieving, the purse snatching, the L robberies, platform robberies bus stop robbery, car theft, come on, it goes on and on, but the Chicagoans are blamed for this, no, it's not Chicagoans, it's everybody outside of Chicago coming in, doing a lot of these crimes, committing them, 
Yeah. Now, crime is behavior. Yes. Crime is behavior. Most crimes require the element of intent. Certain minor crimes may be committed based on strict liability. Now, a crime occurs when someone breaks the law by an overt act, omission, or neglect that can result in punishment. Now, personally, I think punishment should be, we should go back to uh, uh, public flogging. A lot of uh, infractions we can put in the public flogging category and take them down to Daily Square there and have a public flogging. That'll cut out a lot of these minor infractions. A person who has violated or who has breached the rule is said to have committed a criminal offense. In America, three primary classifications of criminal offenses exist. Number one is felonies, two misdemeanors and infractions. Federal, state, and local government officials as laws defining what constitutes a crime. Just like uh, down in Georgia, I believe, the crazy law they passed about giving a person uh, water waiting in a voting line. Now that is, you know, that's ridiculous. That's one of those ridiculous laws. But if you break it, you're going to go to jail. It's an infraction. Okay. So, the definition of crime can vary from state to state and even city to city, as you can see. There are two main categories of crime. Property crime and violent crime. There are other types outside of these, but many crimes can be placed into these two categories. A property crime is committed when someone damages, destroys, or steals someone else's property. Stealing a car and vandalizing a building are examples of property crime. Now, back in the day, uh, uh, stealing a horse would have been commit, uh, considered a property crime. But guess what? If you was steal a horse, they would hang you. Uh, anybody could do it. Maybe we need to put that back out here in the, the system and allow citizens to do that over uh, car theft. To cut down on it, I know that much. And vandalizing a building are examples of property crime. But if we put the uh, hanging back in play for car theft, oh boy, car theft would drop tomorrow. Now, property crimes are by far the most commonly committed crimes in the United States. Violent crimes. A violent crime occurs when someone harms attempt to harm, threaten to harm, or conspires to harm someone else. Violent crimes involve force or threat of force and include crimes such as rape, robbery, and homicide. Some crimes can be both property crimes and violent crimes. 
An example includes uh, carjacking, someone's car at gunpoint, and robbing a convenience store with a pistol. Then there are crimes of omission. Some crimes are neither violent crimes nor poverty crimes. A crime of omission entails failing to obey the law, which can endanger people and property, like running a stop sign, withholding medication from a person, or neglecting someone who needs medical care. That's why when you go to the hospital and you need medical care, they care for you because they would be breaking a law. If they did not provide medical care, you're wounded and they don't give you any assistance. But, yes. That's why a lot of times when you see uh, they charge the police who does not offer medical care to a person that they have even wounded. Now, if you know someone who is abusing a child and you do not report it, you, yes, you could be charged with a crime for failing to act. That's why when uh, uh, kids go to the hospital and the doctors see bruises and all of that on them, they call the police or teachers at school call the police for that reason. They'd be charged with failing to act knowing that uh, something's going on. Even a neighbor, if you see a child or, or some abuse and you do not report it, yes, you will be charged with failing to act. Then, then there are what we call white-collar crimes. Yep. This doesn't mean a guy with a white collar uh, around his neck. No. White-collar crimes. It's a phrase that uh, called white-collar crime that was first used in 1939 by a sociologist by the name of Edwin Sutherland during a speech to uh, members of the American Sociological Society. He coined that phrase, white criminal, white-collar crime. Sutherland defined it as a crime committed by a person of respectability and high social status. Generally, white-collar crime is nonviolent and committed for financial gain by business professionals, politicians, and others in positions of power. Often, white-collar crime includes fraudulent financials, schemes, like inside trading, what uh, Martha Stewart went to jail for, uh, Ponzi schemes, uh, you know, the, uh, they, they were very popular one while. Embezzlement, you hear about that all the time. Uh, money laundering. Uh, in, and insurance fraud. Tax fraud and mortgage fraud. Mortgage fraud is a very popular one too. It comes to white collar. Uh, the criminal justice system of America is uh, sometimes can be very unfair. 
In the criminal justice system of America, if you are arrested for a crime, you are detained and read your Miranda rights, which states that you have the right to an attorney, the right to remain silent, and that anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You are then given an arraignment. You see this all the time. Guy goes out, shoots somebody. They march him into court the next day. That's an arraignment. Where you make your first appearance in court. Under the, under due process, your constitutional rights. Entitles you to a trial by jury of your peers a public trial, a speedy trial, the right to confront witnesses against you, protection from cruel and unusual punishment, like down in the basement of uh, the station, uh, protection from paying excessive bail, like a $20 million bail, no. Uh, protection from being tried twice for the same crime, which is called double jeopardy. Now, if you enjoyed the show, go to the support button and make a donation and support the program because here I'm just trying to pass on some information and have fun doing it. And uh, support your community with uh, we call the police plaque. Put it in your window and encourage neighbors to uh, join. Call your local police station. They can steer you as to where you can get this plaque. Sometimes they have stacks of them right there at the police station. Gladly give them out to citizens. Yes. And uh, put that sign up. And remember, ignorance of the law is no exception means that you can be held liable for breaking a law you didn't know existed. So get that black and put it in the window. We call the police. On to next time. Look after each other and take care of yourself. <laughs>